Hello, welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get into anything at all, we got a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. It is just a fun area where we can have some games, have fun conversations, get a little extra content, all for supporting us by $5 a month as a thank you and if you choose not to support us do not worry it doesn't affect any regular content whatsoever but oh my god this one nathan on thursday we're going to be talking about 1989's no holds bar directed by thomas wright starring hulk hogan whoa our first hulk hogan movie come on take i know I know you'd think it would have been a lot sooner, especially with being me on the podcast. I know. I don't think we've talked much about I, it. I think it's popped up, but I don't think you've really gone in the depth of how much into wrestling you actually are. Yes, that's very true. But yeah. before I before I start gushing, Nathan, do you have any experience at all with this movie? And if you don't, do you have any experience with Hulk Hogan at all? <laughs> uh, no experience with this movie very light experience with hulk hogan of course i've seen rocky three um and i know of hulk hogan you know he's probably the one of i should say one of the most famous wrestlers he's very noticeable you just know about him and he's very iconic um but i don't really have a lot of experience with him other than like cameos i can't even think of any cameos but the hulk hogan shows up in gremlins 2 That's right. Yeah. Uh, what else is he in? Really quickly. Muppets in Space. I have seen Muppets in Space. It's been Suburban a long time. Suburban Commando, Mr. Nanny, <laughs> Santa's with Muscles, Three Ninjas at High Noon Mountain. Now, I've never seen I've never seen those Santa with Muscles, Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. Wow. A ton of TV shows. Camp WWE. Yeah. Um, well, that's yeah, that's a that's a WWE made show. Um, and of course, I've played wrestling video games, so I know of him from wrestling video games as well. Yes, absolutely. But Mm -hmm. well, yes, as you alluded to, yes, I am a huge wrestling fan and growing up very, very big Hulk Hogan fan, like Mm -hmm. probably my favorite wrestler, like a hero of mine, quite literally. It just, I was Mm -hmm. a huge Hulk Hogan fan. um, And I would watch him like, I couldn't get it, literally couldn't get enough of him. Like I would watch him in WCW because he was originally in WWF, but he went over to WCW. Got to see him perform live a couple of times, which is cool. That's really cool. Um, would buy a bunch of tapes or rent them from Blockbuster, like his old tapes from the 80s and just like mm-hmm. couldn't, couldn't get enough of it. And I would just watch them over and over again because I just, he was so cool to me, you know, just this larger than life human being and just... Mm-hmm seeing him beat all the bad guys in wrestling matches was just like such a highlight for me. I know that's awesome. And because of that, that's made me a wrestling fan since then. And from recent events of 
Hulk Hogan. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's kind of hard to give him that same support, and I don't. But uh, you know, like everyone yeah. else, everyone you know and love that was famous turns out to be some type of scumbag. Yeah, but, you know that's um, that's the problem. That's the problem with like <laughs> liking movies and Hollywood and like celebrity figures is that I, I guess everybody has something negative from their past and negative things that they've done, but you can still appreciate how much he meant to you as a kid. I feel like. Yeah. So, and uh, just to give you, I, I kind of like setting the table for this type of thing, kind of like how I do for the Godzilla movies, but mm-hmm. um, just to give you sort of an idea, um, Hulk Hogan wrestler from the seven started out in the seventies wrestling. Uh, really? just like, very late seventies, yeah, like big muscular dude. Um, wrestled, wrestled, ended up wrestling in Shea Stadium, that type of thing, until he got his big break in Rocky Three, like you mentioned, which was a very big cameo at the time, where he was yeah. this larger than life human being. I mean, just comparing the size between him and Sylvester Stallone in those movies is just—it's astonishing. You know, he looks like it—it, it, you know, he's just totally dwarfs yeah. Stallone yeah. and uh, anyway he wrestles for the AWA the American Wrestling Association where he kind of starts building some steam off of that and once he does Vince McMahon at the time who owns the WWF um, made a huge push and basically was like I want to take over the entire landscape of wrestling mm-hmm. and the guy who's going to get me there is Hulk Hogan yeah and that happened in 1984. Okay. So um, Hulk Hogan ends up very quickly after getting hired, becoming the world heavyweight champion. Yeah. And and, and he goes on a four-year-long title reign. Doesn't Holy. lose to doesn't lose to anybody, and doesn't hardly ever ever loses a match it, i just i i gotta know it, does that rank up there as like one of if not the longest title reign it's not the highest because there is wrestlers from the 70s like bruno san martino and mm. the 60s that have, would have like five six seven year long reigns and gotcha. that was but that was a very different timeline where the title was very rarely defended and Bruno gotcha. San Martino was defending the title a lot more in New York City, so he was like a New York like here local hero at the time. Gotcha. But, but on the grand scale of things, uh, Hulk Hogan wins the world title, becomes probably the biggest household name and wrestler at the time. Yeah, and like everywhere you'd go, he'd be on lunch boxes. He would people would be dressing up as Hulk Hogan for Halloween. Hulkmania, um, right? Hulkamania was yeah. a very real was a very real thing and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like and even now like when people think of pro wrestler it's like they usually draw a, a wrestler that kind of looks like Hulk, Hulk Hogan in yeah. a way. And I mean whenever I think of wrestling Hulk Hogan is one of the first people that I think of. Absolutely. And I think in terms of famousness i think he's probably one of the most famous according to wrestlers i mean dwayne johnson i guess is up there now but now yeah yeah but in terms of celebrity at the time when you think when you say wrestling that's who you generally think of first but yeah um anyway he goes on this four-year-long title reign and he's uh getting very 
getting very big on the scene. And now they're kind of thinking like, well, what's the next step? We've got all this fame, mm-hmm. you know, he's going on talk shows. He's getting these kind of uh, movie offers, but he yeah. hasn't really found like an actual movie role yet. And uh, kind of the idea at the time was that Hulk Hogan, I guess, was originally offered a uh, role of some sort in a new line movie. I don't know if it was no holds bar specifically, but mm-hmm. um, Hulk Hogan was interested, but um, Vince McMahon, the owner, you know, he kind of was like, Oh, well, you know, I, I kind of helped Hulk Hogan get this amount of fame. Let me, let me try to mm-hmm. get in on, let me try to get in on this deal, which is why the WWF kind of uh, takes over that. Cause this was supposed to be like a new line type of movie, but then, WF comes in and <laughs> produces it off bankrolls this whole entire movie. Really? Okay, interesting. So um, that's why WWF is like a real like is is in this movie. It's like the yes. WWF. Yeah. But but it's not so. Um so probably like the biggest legend of the time for this movie is that allegedly what happened is that the original screenwriter, Dennis Hacken. Uh, wrote the screenplay to this movie. And then when Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon looked at the script, they were very unsatisfied with it. Okay. So the legend goes is that they ended up renting a hotel room in Florida for 72 hours and just would do cocaine and screenwrite <laughs> this movie. Yeah, for, that makes for, a for, lot of sense. <laughs> made, write, screenwrite this movie for three days. And mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, I mean, I know you don't know like like the whole I guess lore or like what these types of people are like mm-hmm. uh, at all but this movie for me is more so a portrait of Vince McMahon. Really? Like, okay. Like 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 I don't think you were watching wrestling. You know you might have been but like do you remember like Vince, Vince McMahon would be like on screen with like Stone Cold Steve Austin and um, and you Stone know, Cold would like beat him up or whatever. I don't watch a lot of wrestling, but I do. I have seen clips of Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon actually being in the ring and actually like doing things, of course. Yeah, Vince McMahon is a very outlandish human being. I mean, it's yes. just if you've ever gone and like watched him like do interviews with these types of different people, like like there's one he did. God, I forget who it was, but like he's like physically intimidating. Like one of the, I think it was like it was like a, a sports show where like he like literally slaps like notes out of a guy's hand. That oh type my of god! Thing. <laughs> and it just, but the uh, the main bad guy in this movie, which is played by Kirk Fuller, yeah, it's like almost exactly of how Vince McMahon would act on TV. That's it. You know, I got that vibe from like this whole thing was like, oh, yeah, Kurt, Kurt here, Kurt Fuller is he seems like almost like Vince McMahon in a way. And uh, the the rumor at the time, because I also listened to an interview with Kurt Fuller yeah. in preparation for this, is that um, even though this is movie is directed by Thomas Wright. Mm hmm supposedly like he had marching orders about how to direct this movie and he did yeah so i i wouldn't take this as a reflection of like thomas wright's work because i you know if you look at thomas wright's filmography is that you know he actually does have like 
he's not like a one and done director like you know he's directed like some tv shows and things like yeah. that um, so. and like like some popular tv shows too if i remember right so mm-hmm. he he does go i think smallville was one of them right so it's not like he's this hack or whatever that they brought no. in but it no. was very much but i think it was very much so kind of like the you know they brought in uh like a director and they were wanting to <laughs> just tell him what to do type of thing and yeah it, it really it makes a lot of sense like after hearing a lot of that stuff for this movie because yeah this movie is very, very infamous in the rest of the wrestling community. Really? <laughs> just, okay, that makes sense. It's just everyone makes that joke. Like, have you watched No Holds Barred? And no, mm-hmm. you know, it. I will say this: it's it's very much like this movie was treated as like a very serious action movie type of thing. Oh, okay, got you. But uh, uh, when they re-release this movie on Blu-ray. Um, by, uh, I think like 2012, 2013, something like that. When they re-released this movie on Blu-ray, it was very much like the whole like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like go oh, check this movie out. Type oh, of okay, thing. got you. Um, as someone who's like a complete outsider to that community and like this movie, I you know I I feel like I knew about this movie, but I didn't know much about it. To me, it felt so tongue in cheek. Uh, it really did. I that, but it makes sense that it wasn't. But watching it, I had a it was it was so entertaining this is up there uh-huh. i mean it's so my experience with the movie i was watching it a lot as a kid because it was hulk hogan i'm like yeah hulk. yeah and but now watching it now it's it's one of the funniest movies you'll see <laughs> it is it's it's one of the classic so bad it's good type movies it's really like just uh you'll have a good time it made me laugh a lot yeah it's it's fabulous. I mean, it's yeah. very much just, mm-hmm. just these people, just everyone just hamming it up like so much. So like they're just screaming, yelling, and just these larger than life personalities. Hulk Hogan is like foaming at the mouth at looking at some of these bad guys. Yes, and, yeah. And then you have Kirk Fuller. I mean, my God, oh, this this guy is just I so insane. Love Kurt Fuller in this movie. He is my favorite part of this movie. He rocks in this. He is, the things he does, the things he says is great. He is he's so good. I mean, it just yeah. very clearly hamming it up. And yeah. So Again, okay, going back to that interview that I mentioned since we're talking about Kurt Fuller is Mm -hmm. uh, he, you know, he was kind of talking about, you know, like Vince McMahon was like would be on set and Mm. he had to audition like five times for this part. Like it's like like it's that big of a deal. (laughs) And uh, supposedly like what happened is. You know, like when you're an actor on screen, you know, they always tell you like act real small, you know, like small, like, you know, less is more type of thing. And mm-hmm. this one, uh, he so like one, there was one line read where he says, Miss Tidings, take a leak type of thing, like yeah. to, the, to like one of the executives. And he said, like, well, originally when they were filming that scene, he kind of did it like real dismissive, like, Miss Tidings, take a leak, like, get out of here type of thing. Uh-huh. But supposedly Vince McMahon was like on set being like, no, louder, more powerful, like, <laughs> more screaming. <laughs> yeah, because and- he says it with power. He's like, Miss Tidings, take a leak. Yeah, it's yeah. Great, great stuff. So, 
that's what he said. He just he said, you know, like I've always always taught as an actor, you know, to act real small. And like this one, I couldn't get any bigger. Like I was just trying, <laughs> I was just like always trying to outdo myself type of uh, thing. And, yeah. And uh, so it, it just it's crazy to think like you know, you're you think like that like you know like actors are always told to calm down, but to have somebody tell you the exact opposite is crazy to think. I know, I know. I, I imagine if, it sounds like it would be fun, but it also sounds like hell. It sounds like Vince there was hell to be on set with. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's the that's the rumor at the time, and uh, this movie, so, okay, I, I guess we gotta dig into the movie now. So Of it's, course, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Hulk Hogan uh, plays uh, a wrestler, shocking, no way, but not himself. <laughs> no, he's he's called Rip. Yeah, Rip. Um, and oh. does the whole like rip him type of thing with like the mm-hmm. and the, he the movie starts out like in a WWF event and yeah, Jesse Ventura is uh, one of the announcers in, in yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, which that's that was around the time he was doing commentary for them. So yeah. that I, does make sense. Who who took Hulk Hogan's title? Like in real life? In real life, yes, yeah. Oh, uh, it was a controversial, like, he was screwed out of the title by Andre the Giant and the Million Dollar Man. Really? Okay, interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, that's that's how Hulk Hogan did this movie. Like, he, he drops the title, and mm-hmm. they have, like, this big tournament, and then Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage, is the new world champion, and he kind of, yeah. like, carries the flag for Hogan type of thing while Hogan's going to film this movie, Okay. And then, of course, after Hogan's done filming the movie, Hogan becomes the champion again. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that he can go back to doing it full time. That's fun. I'd right. say that's funny. Um, uh, but the movie starts with him having a wrestling match with yes. uh, uh, Jake Bullet, I believe his name was. Okay. And that, that's, that guy right there, that's a real wrestler, too. That's a, uh, that's, Bill Eadie or AKA Axe from the tag team De- Demolition. Okay. A lot of wrestling cameos, I'm going to guess. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to point out a lot of them too. So, yeah. Um, is this usually how wrestling matches go? Hulk is in that hold for so long. He is in there for a long time, man. So there's some wrestling matches that are like that where okay. they, they they call them rest holds where it's just like okay. like the guy like the guys will throw on like a headlock or something and like kind of use that time to kind of catch their breath or okay or, yeah. or whatever and uh, but there are some where it's like this big long like just choke fest and it's just very boring but yeah the thing that's weird though is that this movie like does like they're very careful not to say that wrestling is scripted or fake in any sort of way. This movie is treating like wrestling is that it is 100% real. Mm -hmm. Like whatever these guys are doing, like, like the whole time, like Hogan's having this fight, it's like, he actually is like really wrestling this guy. Yeah. Yeah, It's not a peek that behind the curtains type movie. It's wrestling is real in this world. When he goes out onto that ring, he is taking a beating. Yeah. yeah well he, not a hulk he, he he wins so he wins yeah, yeah but it's it's very much like oh man like good job taking out jake there hogan like that's like i mean yeah. rip does so uh 
anyway, he's like the biggest star on TV. Like he's like from the, the channel that he works for. He's like the biggest star there. But the weird part mm-hmm. is, is that they kind of allude that he's working for like the television station. And I'm, even though he's not like actually yeah. contracted to the WF, which is a little weird, but yeah, the world television network. Uh, and or is that the one that that's the rival corporation. that's the rival corporation okay but yeah the rival corporation right they want hulk hogan or sorry rip um but rip is a man of his words he would never I, ever switch over for no amount of money that that part is so freaking funny because because it's like they are trying to pay hulk hogan as like he is this ultra saint yes yeah like the best person around even the bad guy of this movie wants him so bad he rips off a blank check gives him a blank check and he's like write any amount of money put it down and i will give it to you to go over here and he's like no (laughs) no i won't yeah so they they want him and like you said they're like say sir we can't do it rip's word is his bond (laughs) and and uh he goes like you said they they offer he does go to like this rival television station and they offer him a bunch of money to work mm-hmm. there and okay you know and he he says listen you idiot like you're gonna sign this check or you know you mm-hmm. dummy and oh the famous line which kurt fuller uses a bunch is he calls him you jock ass you jock ass yeah a bunch of jock asses <laughs> and uh, so another the rumor at the time which kurt fuller said was that uh apparently like the scene where what how it happens in the scene is that hulk hogan like wads up the check and he shoves it literally shoves it in kurt fuller's mouth oh wow and yeah. uh but but you remember that scene yes and, yeah uh, yeah so apparently like hogan like actually jam like as far as he could like try to jam it down his throat and, like, oh my kurt fuller god started choking <laughs> Jeez, what the <laughs> like didn't realize that you're not supposed to not actually do it in yeah, the movie. In the movies, you don't actually do these things. Um and, uh, there is a line, a great line from in like all of this conversation that uh Rip says it's a uh, contracts are just words because uh there's a new female in the office that is business oriented, but you know, Rip has has the hots for her, and this interaction is so funny because Hulk Hogan just has his way pretty much well going back to that there was gonna one thing I was gonna say the the funniest part about that contract scene is like you know talking about Rip would never break contracts he would never do that Uh uh-huh about five years later Hulk Hogan famously broke his contract (laughs) with WWF to go work for WCW Uh so very much very much like not in that same vein but yeah uh you're forgetting one scene though beforehand is when uh immediately after that meeting mm-hmm. hulk hogan gets attacked into the in a parking garage yes yeah with uh with the, quite a line yeah and hulk hogan like just that he gets trapped in a limousine like they barricade mm-hmm. this limousine and then hulk hogan I, jet propels himself out of the roof of the out of the limousine like quite literally just like yeah out of there <laughs> yeah and it's great fight scene <laughs> yeah love it beat, beats the crap out of all these guys like and then mm-hmm. hulk hogan turns into like 
an animal where he's just snarling and growling at, <laughs> yeah at these people uh, and then and, uh, uh i'll let you explain the famous uh, scene. wonderful scene uh where he holds he holds up one of the guys you know he's got him got him gripped and he goes what's that smell <laughs> and the fact i just in the 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 worst voice possible goes dookie <laughs> and like, then hogan's oh my god i was I like dying it. i like it because then hogan's like dookie and yeah. he's just got like just got this like real con- like confused face what dookie i've never <laughs> done that before uh, <laughs> but the thing uh, like how does this movie got, ta- take itself seriously with a line like that so i mean he does that the, the guy's like this whole like backs like up to his back is like soaking wet. Like he just took like the gnarliest. <laughs> the gnar- <laughs> I mean, if you had a whole a whole Kogan snarling in your face, feeling <laughs> an animal beating people up, I get it. I get it. Like, <laughs> like he just had like an oil slick just happen out of your pants type of thing. It just yeah. aw- awful looking, and then. Yeah, it what that that's I think that's the most famous scene from the movie. When that Dookie line happened, I was like, I've heard this before. Because that's that's the part that everyone always brings up whenever they bring up this movie. Yeah, but uh, no, you're right though. So when he they go, there's a new sexy executive in the office, and mm-hmm. played by uh, Joan Severance, and you know she tries to play the whole like you know. I, I'm not interested in you. You're just a dumb idiot type of thing. But then yeah. Hogan, like you said, he is just leering and like quite literally like moaning when he sees this woman. Like, <laughs> and, and he's in the middle of like an office. It's like like you know like a boardroom where he's just going like, mm, oh, yeah. I'm just like <laughs> it's like so it, it's so gross. Like he's just looking at this yeah. woman like. Mm, and, yeah i like and, what i see and we'll get into it later but the way rip is towards this woman he is the he's pretty much the horniest man alive he like can't handle himself around her like okay i and i get it like you know this movie is hulk hogan's movie but yeah this movie it was very much marketed towards children like yes take, yeah like kids need to go see this movie kids drag your parents to come see this movie Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then Hulk Hogan, like, would even like. There's an interview at the time where he goes on Arsenio's show, okay, where uh, he's talking to Arsenio Hall and says, "You know, I'm not going in here with like a bunch of dead bodies, holding a bunch of machine guns. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm keeping it nice and squeaky clean for all the little Hulksters out there." And yeah, uh-huh. and I'm like, this movie is not clean at all. Like, it's really it's, not. It's it's so violent. It's not like it's not like you know rip your head off type of violence type of thing but there's there's a ton of violence in here that's well and just sex jokes and all these weird lines well i'm gonna even say like part of the plot line is is that the main television bad guy makes a wrestling competition that it's actually like you beat someone up almost to death until they can't fight anymore and the plot is that kids get scared by this and he's like i don't care and it's like, well, and they show the actual violence. And, I, and I, you're right. It's like, how is this a kid's movie? That's so weird. 
Well, there, there, there's like these weird sex jokes in there too. Like, yeah. there's like the implication that Hulk Hogan and her are about to have sex. There's an attempted oh. rape. There's an attempted rape scene in this movie too. Yes, um, which is so bizarre. The scene I am thinking of, and I think it's a little bit later, but we can talk about it now since we're on the topic. Is the one where. It, they rent a hotel room and they, Oh no, they got one with one bed. And she's very much like, no, I'm not into you rip. And then he's like, well, let's sleep on the same bed together. And like, he's just so pushy during all of this. He like, there's a scene, they put a cart curtain between them. And once again, how is this for kids? There's a scene of the bed moving up and down and you're supposed to think like, Oh, he, he's masturbating. And I'm like, He's jacking in. Yeah, these jacking. He's free jacking, and uh, you know, and it's the joke. She she pulls back the curtain, and he's doing push ups, and it's well, like it's they they do like the the point like they like they shut like his it's his feet that's the joke when yeah. he's like he's using his feet to balance himself on the bed for doing these push ups, but they do this yeah. close up where it looks like his butt, like it's supposed to be like a butt that's on his. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like what like it, <laughs> it, it's yeah like it's implying that he's masturbating like in yeah. the bed and then and then eventually he does get into bed he jumps in the bed and then she <laughs> he breaks the bed and like she rolls on top of him he's like oh hello there type of thing yeah but that's not even like the worst part is she says no hops off and he gets mad that he she does not want any of them. like you know i didn't mean to do that like he's pretty much angry that she will not have sex with him and he leaves and he's even like i'm gonna go sleep with the couch he, it's funnier than you are and more fun <laughs> just leave hotel's okay with you just sleeping on the couch in the lobby i do not think so <laughs> it depends on the hotel you're sleeping in i guess i guess um there's so many more scenes I'd love to talk about. Like that. the another one I want to mention was uh, mm-hmm. Kirk Fuller and his cronies like walking into this real seedy bar, and that's mm-hmm. where he gets the idea. And yeah. Again, like these move this movie's supposed to be marketed towards kids, and like another okay. The other thing too that you can dig into like how this is a Vince McMahon type of movie. Yeah. Uh, another like legend or myth or, or legend about uh this man is that he famously loves like poop jokes and so and that that's why the dookie thing happened um and the other thing too is like he loves making fun of like you know people being gay or like effeminate or whatever and th- there's a line in here <laughs> where like Good they line. show up and they they show up and it's like these three guys in suits mm-hmm. and it's like this real haggard looking waitress and she's like you guys must be looking for the gay bar across the street type of thing like yeah and, and I, yeah well i think it's funny because these are directed at his two lackeys his two like kind of wimpy lackeys and then um all these derogatory jokes are put onto them not kurt fuller like he like he doesn't really get like these gay jokes or later while they're peeing somebody's like you got tiny wanger uh that doesn't get put on kurt fuller it's on the other two dude kids movie talking about the size of these men's penises (laughs) yeah what a wild scene because it's like a whole long scene about these two they got to pee and then there's a big one of those trough urinals which are like the worst things in the world and of course this guy just grabs them around the arms and starts looking them up and down <laughs> so okay weird. and that 
So that's another famous wrestler. That's Stan. Oh, okay. H- that's Stan Hansen. Okay. That's uh, big in the states, much bigger, like wrestling legend in Japan. Probably like really at the time, probably at the time one of the most famous American wrestlers to wrestle in Japan. That's really cool. So uh, you can see why they put that in. But he was like a legitimate tough guy as well. But um, mm-hmm. that's but that's the kind of the thing. Like he go Kirk Fuller and these guys go to this bar and that's just they fight into a circle. Mm-hmm. and just like the rules are just you can't kill anyone type of thing <laughs> yeah and uh kurt fuller's like perfect like let's just let's just do this as a as a tv show and i thought they would get like some type of arena or whatever like they just bring cameras to this little crappy bar yeah, they just film it just, in the bar it's that easy <laughs> like they just and Honestly, one of the most hor- like one of the worst names I ever heard for a TV show. It's we've got a new show. It's called Battle of the Tough Guys. I know, that sounds like a joke <laughs> out of like a cartoon. Like SpongeBob would do that or something. Battle of the Tough Guys. Yeah, it's like it's so one of the worst titles I've ever heard for yeah. a thing like that. Pretty and, bad. But you know, Kirk Fuller is just really gung ho about this idea, and it kind of starts out like these bunch of like hicks and like these like like guys with like a uh eye patch and there's this one guy that's real hairy looking that gets mm. beaten up and then all of a sudden this big muscular um, oh, guy yeah. shows up and his name is zeus zeus i did not understand that at first uh because he said his name and like what's your name and I all I heard was a garble. I was like, "What? What was that?" They said his name again, though. But I was really confused. And uh, I'm sure you recognized him. Yeah, t- t- tiny, tiny uh, Lister, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Tiny Lister. Um, mm-hmm. So allegedly, him at the time was they were. So there's multiple different angles where, uh, you know, supposedly like they saw a bunch of people, and Hulk Hogan says like he kind of saw zeus and was like that's him like i want him in the movie type of thing and Mm -hmm. but then like it went from like zeus said the guy tiny lister like he had an interview where supposedly it started out as like they're looking for a muscular guy and then it's like they're looking for a black muscular guy and okay (laughs) like why that was the thing i don't know but uh tiny lister like Hulk Hogan like very famously denied that he was never on steroids for the longest time. And mm-hmm. even though he very clearly was. And, yeah. Um, and Zeus is funny because he's like, yeah, I was doing, I was on the gas at the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> very open. about it. Uh, Like, yeah, like whatever. I mean, it's very, I mean, it's very obvious he is as well. Yeah. It's just, it's that muscles on his muscles type of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he's this very, monster-like presence he oh huge dude just annihilates all these guys with zero effort whatsoever and mm-hmm. becomes the champion of that of that league or whatever and yeah he, the end goal is they want rip to come challenge zeus yes um, and uh it's he kind of just goes on a spree where he's just like fighting all these other guys yeah um uh... But God, there's that one plot line. Um, so uh, Rip has a brother. He gets his ass kicked by Tiny Lister and ends up in a wheelchair. 
that's yeah that's the other thing like zeus almost murders his brother um mm-hmm. and that was and before that though zeus has a fight with another big muscular man did you recognize him no that's jeep swenson who is also bane and batman and robin really i didn't i didn't even know that that's really cool yeah uh yeah, yeah, he gets he gets his ass kicked, mm-hmm. and Hogan like in this movie he wears a lot of like tight spandex and a lot mm-hmm. of uh, like blue like black and red type of outfit, but so mm-hmm. kind of like gleaming the cube where it had like the ridiculous scene of like he wore like punk funeral attire. Yes, when yeah. His, when his when his brother gets beaten, I don't know if you noticed, but he changed to like an all black like I like he didn't was notice mourning, that <laughs> morning like in ensemble uh, but what's even worse is he gets his ass kicked again when he's in a wheelchair <laughs> he still gets like thrown to the ground this is way later in the movie but it's like man this man takes some real abuse yeah uh but it's re- it's revealed that uh joan severance's character was working for kurt fuller and yeah Kurt Fuller's character was like basically commanding that she sleeps with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, she like, like re- refused, but uh, but yeah, he he was like, "You got to do it. It's part of the job." Kind of yeah, deal. and then and then Kurt Fuller just paintbrush slaps her in the face. Yeah, yeah. and I, and then later in the movie, like I said, like Hogan, it like she's in a parking garage, and like this guy's like this is from Mr. Brell and he starts to like try to rape her. That's right. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like Joan Severance, like gets absolutely punished in this movie for like no reason at all. Yeah. Just for being a woman. I'm sure when you were a kid watching this, a lot of this kind of flew over your head. Oh yeah. I mean, I didn't even understand what that concept was for a lot of that stuff, but yeah, I mean, it just, you know, I just realized, you know, when you're a kid, you're thinking, oh, yeah, of course Hulk Hogan gets the girl, like, type of thing. That's and, just the way it works. <laughs> yeah. Which, that's the other thing, like, Hogan's, like, kind of portrayed, like, this kid-friendly superhero. It's like, you don't want to, it's weird to think of him as, like, this romantic, like, love interest type of character in a movie. It just doesn't, it doesn't yeah. work. It, it really doesn't. He just, it, I don't know that's the last thing I think about this character is about him wanting like a woman and like romancing her and all that it, it, it just doesn't work for the character um, yeah but, well there's there's also the scene too where he can apparently speak perfect French oh yeah the dine the diner scene where everybody's like where the waiter's like hey dummy well he doesn't call him a jock ass but he might as well have might I recommend the hot dog <laughs> yeah but then he speaks perfect French even 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 the girl there is like you know this is something you might like you might like this dish yeah, yeah. but of course he's full she fully falls in love with him and of course of course who wouldn't yeah uh-huh. fully falls in love with them supports them in every way and then the another really funny scene so after hulk hogan's brother gets beaten up and hogan's like sobbing like in the mm-hmm. in the hospital and he goes and he finds where uh, zeus trains mm-hmm. and it's this really <laughs> funny scene where there's just a constant video of kurt fuller talking to Zeus yes. which like, 
Rip says the worms aren't good enough for you. <laughs> and just talking like talking a bunch of smack about like Rip said this about you, Rips. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> and Hogan like starts having like these hallucinations where he's walking into a, a room with mirrors like mm-hmm. before. Oh, and that's right. Yeah. He thinks he sees Zeus and like throws a free weight. <laughs> and then Hogan takes a uh, a weight bar and then javels javelin That's throws right, it yeah. into a security camera. <laughs> yeah, he he he's pushed to the edge and he does fight him. He does eventually take the chance and he goes after him because I mean he does say like it, you know you you lose the title if you if you if you don't fight him. Um, and God, that last fight scene is insane. It's yeah front, yeah it's in front of the crowd. And it, it go it goes places. It's it's wonderful. You don't think for it to go into some areas that it does, but it yeah. it, it fully does because it it starts out in the ring. They're fighting, <laughs> then it kind of spills out of the ring, and Kurt yeah. Fuller is just absolutely losing his mind, like seeing yeah. this unfold before his eyes. Like he's ripping like a random electrical cords out of the walls. He's like, yes, ripping things up and they eventually get to the top of a balcony, like where they're filming this because, and uh, Hogan finally like knocks him off. And then Zeus like basically falls to his death. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and the, the ring collapses and then you just see Zeus just like bleeding. Like, yeah. Oh, whole whole Hogan's over here. Like it's squeak clean. No death. Uh, yeah. They got that. And Kurt Fuller dies in like a horrible, death because he gets electrocuted to death and what makes it even worse hulk hogan walks away kurt fuller electric gets electrocuted dies fries to death and the crowd starts cheering i know don't even know who (laughs) this guy is and they're just like oh this guy's dead yeah Yeah, the crowd the crowd is elated that this man is dead (laughs) the man they don't know right it's it's so funny then the movie's just like credits happy ending like yeah (laughs) god this this movie is it was a blast i'm really happy we watched it i don't know a lot about wrestling or anything but it's like just one of those it's just a lot of bad stuff happens it's a bad movie but it's so entertaining the whole time well it doesn't end there nathan no Um, i'm sure it doesn't so the movie comes out it I believe it was a uh, number two at the box office because this movie mm-hmm. had the great idea to go head to head with Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade oh in the God. same same weekend. I'm sure Vince Mc, McMahon was like, we're going to beat Indy. We're, we got way better than Indy. So I haven't heard Vince McMahon's perspective, but um, yeah. Hulk Hogan did write in his book about this movie and mm. he was like, saying the most outlandish lies because that's the other thing about hogan is that mm-hmm. he tells like these really exaggerated lies and he was just saying like we were number two in the box office and then the next week we're beating ghostbusters 2 and it's like oh. ghostbusters 2 didn't even come out the very next week and interesting and just like acting like this is like this little movie that could even though it got tarnished uh and yeah. <laughs> the and the and the, the ratings like it i think it was Indiana Jones at the time was like out on like 2000 screens. Yeah. Uh, I think Hogan, like No Holds Barred was out on like a thousand something screens. And then mm-hmm. the very next week it went down to like number 
Wow. Like, like 300 screens or something like that. And that's low. And uh, see, I think what it was, the whole reason why this movie got number two, is, if you look from an analyst standpoint, is that Indiana Jones was so crowded that people that couldn't get tickets to Indiana Jones ended up seeing this movie. And then the next mm-hmm. week, when they could actually go see that movie and watch Indiana Jones instead, nobody saw No Holds Barred. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I I totally recommend their whole Kogan's book. Like just it's so funny, like him like talking about how this movie is like a huge success and just like yeah. even though it very clearly was not. <laughs> no. And, and, uh, and uh it feels like people maybe remember it more for nostalgia versus being like a great movie in a yeah. way. Very um, much so. And, I know. Uh, uh, to bring them up, Siskel and Ebert hated this movie. I actually really like Ebert's comment on it. I, I, I took this note where he said that it was a surprisingly violent, sexist, and blood-soaked. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, now, what's one mental image you'd like to hear about? Is it uh, supposedly uh, Hulk Hogan went to Cannes with this movie? No way. <laughs> Like no they way to, they took this movie to Cannes and they screened that they're at Cannes and like supposedly he was like 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 right, they just were asking him like he was like doing poses in front of like the poster <laughs> like trying to get people interested in, about this movie that is so funny I couldn't even imagine that's only someone who's just like cocaine like coked out of their mind is like yeah Cannes is gonna love this movie like yeah. I couldn't even imagine absolutely it very much is like that and so on uh, opening night for this movie like the premiere of this movie mm-hmm. um so apparently like they're screening this movie and one of the promotionals was that uh kurt fuller uh like they they filmed all these vignettes like before mm-hmm. and after the movie where they had Kurt Fuller like running up and down the hallways, like screaming, like, where's Hulk Hogan? He ruined my movie. Like, like, what? like implying that apparently like Zeus was supposed to win in the movie, but Hulk Hogan went off script and won the movie. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is bizarre. <laughs> and like, and then after the movie let out, uh, Kirk Fuller would like run up to kids and like yell in their face and like steal their ice cream cone or whatever. Like just that's kind of like awesome, actually. <laughs> act like a total like psycho villain. And <laughs> oh yeah, we've got the mention too. He call he does call Hogan a jockass again at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, he does. But he gets what he deserves: death. <laughs> yeah. So that's Kirk Fuller's deal. Uh, he you know he went on to have a pretty uh, notable career he had a lot yeah, of uh, a lot of stuff he had some other notable roles um mm-hmm. so what about zeus though what zeus? what do you what do you think happened to him after this movie was over nathan uh he he's a lot of different movies <laughs> well no that besides his movie career we all know he was in friday dark night and all mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so at the time so they're really banking on this movie being a hit like they're yeah they're really thinking like this, this thing is going to be money type of thing. And so they get Zeus who has zero wrestling experience and they're thinking, 
let's put him in the wrestling ring for real. Okay. How did, how did that go? <laughs> Not well. Yeah. So he's very much like to be a wrestler. I mean, it's, there's a lot more than to just, you know, you're a big muscular dude. I mean, yes. Yeah. To put on like an actual good match. And eventually what happened is that Zeus was put in like an actual wrestling ring and they're thinking Zeus is going to be this huge character. No holds barred. It's going to do all this big money. And there he was in at least three wrestling matches he was in okay um a match with uh where he was he tag team with randy savage and it was hulk hogan and brutus the barber beefcake all <laughs> right <laughs> and a in a steel cage match mm-hmm. and then the other one where they did that same tag match but it was uh at the, the main event of SummerSlam. okay and then again in 1989 was he was in the Survivor Series, and he was teaming up with uh, the Million Dollar Man and Powers of Pain against Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Demolition. Oh wow! Okay. And again, so and uh, supposedly what the time was going to be is that they were building to the WrestleMania main event with Hogan versus Zeus. Oh wow! They were going to do it like in real life, right? But. Yeah. Due to poor performance at the box office and Zeus just being a really crappy wrestler, never mm. happened. Gotcha. Never, never materialized. And then, um, now that's not to say his wrestling career ended there because back in 1996, Zeus came to WCW because Hulk Hogan wanted to actually like put him in another match. And he nice. Was, he came into WCW and wrestled as Z Gangsta. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> and uh, I can tell you, his wrestling ability did not improve that much. <laughs> That's funny. But my God, uh, so much involved with this movie. Um, it's... Yeah, I was not expecting this from this movie. I <laughs> there's a lot of info going on here, and I loved it. I, I really did. Yeah, it's it's really astounding, like the amount mm-hmm. of work that was put into. It. I mean, pretty much just this mm-hmm. insane visionary of of what Vince McMahon wanted out of the movie, what Vince McMahon wanted to see out of the movie, and just mm-hmm. and Hulk Hogan, I'm sure, definitely had his DNA all over it, where he's just painting himself as this patron saint and just mm-hmm. very much like I'm a good guy. All the women's love me. You know, I'm mm-hmm. an excellent fighter too. It's so. Uh, it's just crazy to think like there's like this is a kids movie you know this is appropriate for children but i mean not even the kids wanted to watch this movie no yeah um except for you ryan oh well i mean i didn't get to see it in theaters no no because because i was too young but um you better believe i own this movie on vhs i'm sure this movie was a hit on vhs i'm sure it was rented a lot (sighs) that i don't know really okay it might have been i don't know but i don't i don't feel like it was but <laughs> yeah i guess you were able to pick it up <laughs> you know there were no difficult days getting it no um, no there wasn't but it's yeah. i will say this it's not good at all i mean it's no. very much it's it's very much a movie but 
my lord, it is it is entertaining, and it's yeah. for all the for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those movies where I came out of it. It's like I enjoyed this a lot. So like I, you know, it's really fun. It's a good time, but it is. It could easily. I would understand if somebody was like, "This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen." I'd be like, "I get it. I totally get it." But isn't it fun? Then you laugh a lot, you know, kind of deal. So that that's why I say I recommend it. I think it's an an anomaly that you have to see. Oh, absolutely. This is 100% a recommend for me. I mean, it's mm-hmm. if you want a good time, having some fun, having some laughs, mm-hmm. there, there's really not much more you could ask for out of a movie. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Um, but I will... Uh, we're going to drop the title on this one. What? And, uh, <laughs> uh, wait, are we going to have to hold our bars again? Yeah, we're gonna let some some holds are gonna be barred for this next episode. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. You should you should have right. gotten you should have gotten all the holds out you wanted. This was your chance. Oh shit. Okay. Oh wait. <laughs> that was my hold. <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah, we have, this would have been the one episode we were allowed to swear and uncensored. No, but this show is for the children. This one's for uh, the kids. So yeah, this one's squeaky clean. Yes. No, this show is meant for everybody. Uh, but uh that's it on this one so nathan what are we talking about next time so next week we are going to be talking about well guess what we're returning to bonzilla actually so we are going to be talking about the spy who loved me roger moore is back and we have even more james bond and not the spy who shagged me okay all right oh darn yeah no and the spy who loved me is not streaming anywhere so you will have to buy or rent this one you know what good (laughs) spend money (laughs) well terrific so let's thank you so much for joining us uh once again um if you have any thoughts opinions suggestions please email us over at drive and double feature podcast at gmail.com don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DIDF pod. And once again, check out the Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive and devil feature podcast. But until next time, brother, until next time. You are-